What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jared Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Adios. And to my left. <laughs> to try to throw you, such a clown. throw you off. Yeah, that did throw me off. <laughs> Zachary Parks. <laughs> See you later. Have a good night. Just the podcast. Oh, we're done? Yeah, okay, we're done. Welcome Here's to Opposite hit. Day on Team Chat. <laughs> yeah, we go backwards. <laughs> so fun. your song contest for this, for this week is... <laughs> that oh, would God, be really that funny that if would. we tried to do it in reverse. I think we could do possible. it. It just, yeah. it just start with really our number ones and go to our two threes. Play the intro at the very end. Yeah, yeah. The Seinfeld song one at the very beginning because that's our thing. That would be funny. Seinfeld did that an episode where they did it all in reverse. Oh, Have you ever really? seen that episode of Seinfeld? I'm not no, sure. It I literally, have. we're like, currently rewatching Seinfeld oh. all together for the first time. So, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I've only Did seen you see his face. You I did. Never I saw that. He looks like, like you offended it, him. So you've seen it before. No. <laughs> so you're not rewatching. I've you're seen, just watching. I'm just watching it for the first time. I'm see, I've seen certain episodes every uh-huh. once in a while, like on TBS reruns. But like and not. Like that. Do you like get the characters? Do you know what's like going on or not really? Who's yeah, your favorite? Yeah, I mean. George is pretty funny. Yes. Yeah, George is really funny. <laughs> Kramer's pretty good, too. They're uh, all great. The whole show is fantastic. It's right. one of my favorite shows. Um, well, how far into it are you? Like the beginning of season two. Oh, okay. wow. I'll Early definitely say on. it doesn't really get great, in my opinion, until four. Yeah. Late a three, rare four. feat for a series nowadays. Usually they start going downhill. Oh, then. yeah. I think yeah. Side, I mean, Seinfeld hits peak between four and like seven. Yeah. Those, those seasons were great. Is it messing up? Yeah. Oh, oh really? Balls. Balls. Oh, you're going to switch mics, baby. Switch mics. mics. Oh. There we go. Fancy. We're having a... Now it's working again. Son of a bitch. We're having to like... We're having to double fisting. So (laughs) we're going to have to... We've been having some technical issues and we're trying to resolve them. So bear with us if there's some odd audio issues here or there it's not on it's not due to laziness no it's definitely not trying to trying to get it fixed right now trying to nail it down it's a technical thing get it all fixed but in case you did not know team chat podcast (laughs) is a video game podcast where we talk about games the ones we love the ones we hate and sometimes seinfeld (laughs) if you'd like to get in contact with us you can send us an email to (laughs) teamchatpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on twitter like us on facebook or subscribe to our youtube or itunes channels and if you'd like to support the show, you can do that as well by going to patreon.com slash team chat podcast, where as for as little as a dollar a month, just one dollar a month, you That's can it? support the show. That's it. <laughs> what? You got me sold. What a, sa- <laughs> what a salesman. <laughs> and you can sp- we'll get, support the show. And in return, we'll give you a cool perk, like getting the episode early. I mean, that is the perk for a dollar. You get the episode early <laughs> before it's general Tuesday release. Uh, but if you don't want to, that's totally fine because we'll still keep making this show each and every week giving you great video game content. Now, uh, as of this recording, no one has won the song contest. So uh, if somebody does, and before this goes on, future Jarrett will be here to provide you with the winner. Like light candles. (laughs) But (laughs) we have to put a little one of his little. Yeah, drop pentagram. We have to put one of his uh, clone figurines in the middle and then. Summons beat like the star cup in Mario 64. <laughs> and then there he is. Future and then Jarrett. there he is. And future I uh, who do we do? We like future Jarrett. I we, like future we like Jared. future Jarrett. I like, yeah, future Jarrett's Present a good one. Jared. He's a cool dude. No, lame. Yeah. Present Jarrett's <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. But <laughs> stick around there for the end of this episode where I will be giving the hint since no one got Dylan's. Surprisingly, I really thought somebody was going to I'm get worried Dylan's. to stop looking at me. I'm working on it. I'm trying to think. No, that was your brother's. Oh, the one that nobody got. Okay, no, Dylan's kidding. was the one with Red Dead Redemption oh, from a couple weeks yeah. ago that I really oh. thought somebody was going to get, but no. Okay. So I'll be giving the hint at the end of this Like episode. I said last episode, at best, they're hard. 
and at worst third possible. It's a but really that's hard. That's the whole point. I'm having a good contest. It's a hard contest. I admit. And we should have a new p- a new tier of Patreon pay to play where you yeah. get like ten <laughs> hints. Yeah. For, pay to play. Just get a bonanza of hints. Comment for below him. with your interest in such a tier. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very curious. <laughs> pay to play because yeah, if we haven't already critiqued that enough, now we're going to do it. We're becoming evil. Jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah. Because <laughs> microtransactions make like that's our the idols money Do you want the rest of this episode? It just stops at 10 minutes. <laughs> Pay a dollar. <laughs> be hilarious. That'd An be additional really dollar funny. for every 10 minutes of yeah. content. Oh my God. Oh my what would be really God. funny if that actually like becomes a thing later on in podcasting. That. That's not a bad, like, you know, you get half the episode. You want to keep listening? Trademark that cents. idea, buddy. Maybe do it like just a little bit. <laughs> yep. Well, so the topic of today's show then uh, is one that was that I thought of this one based off of part of the discussion that we had last week with the overrated games. Uh, And then also I read an article from uh, Game Informer. Uh, And basically what it was is last week in the in the episode when we were talking about overrated games, we talked about Call of Duty and Battlefield and like and even Assassin's Creed for a little bit. Just some franchises that were just kind of like eh, overrated as a whole. But but so then I read this Game Informer article. Got it right here. I'll send you guys the link at some point if you want. <laughs> but it's the the uh, the title of the article is "How Six Predictable Series Can Surprise Us Again." And so I was reading through this, and I was very interested with how it was going on about it um, to see it. So, so the ones that it has on here are Telltale's The Walking Dead, uh, and then Professor Layton, which mm. we talked about on past episodes. Uh-huh. Layton, Deus Ex. Jared's switching mics right now. Deus Ex. How's that sound? <laughs> sounds, pre- sounds pretty good. It's, it's got to adjust whatever. it. Got to adjust it here a little bit here. That's right. We're at a live concert, it feels like. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> do it. And then now finally disgraced Bill O'Reilly's words. Oh, burn. Do you think All any right. young kids listen to this podcast? Probably. <laughs> I think Whatever. there, there might not, be I'm a couple. There might be a couple. I'm not going to stop cussing. I'm not either. <laughs> I don't I'm an adult, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I'll do whatever I want. Okay, so the, so the, uh, so the series that this uh, article was talking about was Telltale's The Walking Dead, Professor Layton, Deus Ex, swipe more to read more. God damn it. Add, add. Um, <laughs> it was Assassin's Creed. This article's really dumb. Yeah. Because it's I like I'm having to like, I, I like got I through it. halfway through it and then it's like, go to the next page. I know. I hate that. I hate and then that you get too. more ads and it's yep. just, you yep. view is one you. page. You always have to click yeah. view is one page. Uh, What's the trick? Ace Attorney. Ooh. Assassin's Creed and Mario Party. <gasps> Mario, Mario Party. Party. <laughs> so <laughs> the oh, those are some radical concepts yeah. there. Back it up, buddy. <laughs> okay. So the biggest uh, thing, so I brief like snippet about this, about these, about these games, what they're saying, like uh, Mario Party, what's getting old. According to Mario, the best way to unwind after a long day of saving princesses is by competing with your friends in weird and wacky challenges. Uh, combining board game elements with mini games galore. Mario Party is a long running series that allows up to four players to race around a track, collecting stars and coins. Each new entry adds new characters, modes and areas to play, but none of them address the core issue. The mini games basically, I think with this one saying uh, they just need the mini games in the series need a little bit more life. You know, I, I semi agree with that, but I think by and large, the way to revive Mario party is make it online. Yeah. I mean, just that's a freaking no-brainer. make it an online yeah. game. That's yep. all they have. That would to be do. a pretty good I would thing. Play I would, that. Yeah. Which I would, isn't, isn't the new Mario Kart deluxe going to be, it, it's like multiplayer. It's right? always yeah. been on. Oh, it always yeah. 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 Mario okay. party as of eight. And even the ones before that, I think with the DS versions too, you could play online. Oh, that's so good. it's like ridiculous just, that you can't, 
but also play Mario and Party that's online. That's a ridiculous the rooted issue, which is Nintendo in general. It is. And they're yes, just that's so a, behind in that's their online internal business decision that they are just not addressing. Like, yeah, well. and, and clearly they know that online play works with Splatoon, with Mario Kart. Yeah. It's like, why aren't you doing this yeah. for all of the games that it best applies to? Yeah, it's bog. It's mind boggling. It's it is kind of mind boggling. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, Assassin's Creed. They're saying like it gets old because you go to the same areas and then do the same things over and over again for each game and the settings don't provide enough variety um ace attorney is yeah you played it <laughs> i haven't really played most of it ace attorney. you played Assassin's professor layton yeah professor layton a reboot oh for sure but i'm interested to oh, see what sure. it's doing what it's doing because they took a year off they haven't announced it a new one for this year yet so yeah. you know who knows the next assassin's creed could come out of the gate and just be astounding and be yeah and be great yeah um, could be but how many people have that kind of confidence uh, not many yeah, i, I not mean many. I, I i am waiting to be i couldn't get into i'm the waiting first it one. to be seen i had trouble just getting into the series i've heard that general. isn't the second one kind of second one is the best one yeah it's meant mm. to be the best yep. one okay. definitely the best yeah. one it, that game had a lot of hype when it was coming out yeah. oh yeah yeah and it's it's the second one is by far the best back one. in yeah. the olden days yeah i remember like the hour when we were young zach yes <laughs> i remember it like it was only a few years ago <laughs> and uh let's see deus ex they said basically it's just like it's kind of the same thing they need it you need to get a look they they would suggest putting in a look a few more gadgets a few more uh things other than a basic cover duck and cover system yeah. with some with some tools with and stuff like that i can see it i mean the series is on hiatus anyway so yeah you know, don't they, we'll like, see. they run out of money duck and cover games by and large though just do not interest me yeah like that's a type of gameplay that i am not a fan of i am really a fan of it i I we don't get along (laughs) no i think it 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 definitely has its place and everything the the big thing with this one they're saying is it's just like all the stealth and all these different things and ways you can do things in it is is great until it actually comes down to the combat in deus ex yeah that's where it kind of like falls apart the duck and cover like i remember one of the first games i wouldn't say they did it well but like they really implemented it as a gameplay mechanic was gears of war and yep. that's huge duck and cover game. And yep, I, very much. So when I play like shooters, first person shooters or third person shooters or whatever, I love the idea. And I've said this many a times, but I love the ideas of the way like bullets impact environment yep. and like with cover that was such an, I don't know. There's some, there's so much stuff you could play with and gears of war. I think it's always a missed opportunity. I, I've never actually played. I don't know if I played a game that used cover system really well, either i mean i guess gears of war is a great example of it does it pretty well but gears like of war deus ex does it pretty well too it's just that, like they're saying it needs more stuff um the order 1886 used it yeah um, like i remember like for instance the one of the early call of duty games i played like the first modern warfare maybe when they like you could shoot through walls if you had a certain <laughs> oh, yeah. if the oh, yeah, wall yeah, yeah, was yeah, yeah. a certain type of material yep. and i really liked that concept like i, I was too. obsessed with it i was like how cool is that i mean that's a really cool concept that they should be maintaining yep. yeah like someone's like, behind if it's a drywall a and you have a shotgun wall and yeah, if yeah. yeah which i mean in games like rainbow cool. six siege it's very much that where you just like a yeah. shotgun blows a hole through drywall in the deal it's I love that stuff. I love destruction with bullets. <laughs> so, so is that article combined with our discussion last week about like with uh, Call of Duty and Battlefield and stuff like that yeah. really just made me be like, okay, well, so what are some series that we think could use a revitalization, a reboot, if you were? Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Not and a so, remake, a reboot. A reboot. Yes. Take, not not like taking an old one, slapping a new fit. Right. Skin it's not on like an it HD remake. It's right. A, no. It's a, a, re- a straight up direction. Right. Straight up re- reboot of the series. Yeah. So the one game that I really want to talk on, and we don't have to talk about it now necessarily. We can talk about it later. But I did want to focus on Call of Duty. Yeah. Because I want to talk about Call of Duty. Yeah. Start too. with that. Because today is they just revealed that it was like the international reveal of even though we already knew it was going back to world war two today they like showed the trailer. Oh, they did. Yeah. Was it cool? It was, it looks pretty good. Yeah. What's it like gameplay footage or cinematics in, in game footage? Hmm. It looks good now. Okay, go ahead. So some questions. the whole thing about it. And so, and I no, think I that call of duty is doing the right thing. So I watched the trailer and immediately, in fact, yeah, if you, I would pull, like if to, you pull it up, we'll, we'll, we'll throw watch it, in. it. Maybe no sound. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll watch it and then we can put it in the video and stuff. Actually, let's do this. Let's yeah. take a pause okay. and we'll put in the video right here. This day have set upon a mighty endeavor. Souls will be shaken with the violences of war. In this hour of great sacrifice. We shall prevail. Get your head down and keep moving! We are all that separates the world from darkness. The enemy is ruthless. We cannot. We must not fail. Duty first. There is! Won't be enough for you! No mission too difficult. No sacrifice too great. Welcome to the bloody first. You're a long way from Texas for him, boy. So... That was Take awesome. that, and now if uh, did you guys wa- either of you watch the uh, the trailers and stuff for like Infinite Warfare or any of the the previous installments? No, no one no. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, so having I played, I have not played Infinite Warfare yet because I was like, yeah, don't it's, care. That's the one in you space, played the right? demo, right? Yeah, I played super, the I played yeah, the beta like and all a, that stuff. Yeah, Ooh, like and then you canceled your order. I, I remember yeah. the because, controversy. Yes. Because the I was team just like, I just finished Black Ops Three, and I was like, no, that looks like the exact same fucking game. So. So, seeing that trailer, I think Call of Duty is taking a very good step in the right direction because watching this trailer, and I tweeted it out after I watched the trailer for the first time, I said that World at War appears to be going back 
to the focusing on story and brotherhood of the of the people of the the soldiers you're mm-hmm. with rather than flash and technology mm-hmm. which i think is what it desperately needed because it was going so far it's like how many times can you redo the space thing mm-hmm. granted they also i know they also reached a point where like how many times can we do world war ii or world war one yeah you know how many times kind of has call of duty so there was call two there was call of duty one uh call of duty two then call of duty two the big red one call of duty three and I think then I played call of duty two wasn't that d-day and stuff Yes, I believe Call of Duty One had it to some extent. Maybe I played also. Call of Duty. I played on PC, uh, but no, Two did for sure. What? Um, so one of my I played, I played Call of Duty One on on Mac. So yeah, yeah. Um, you, you both take that back. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. And then, uh, the, then they had Four, which went to uh, which was Modern Warfare. But then they also had Call of Duty World at War, which was late World War Two. Uh, and then they had. Black Ops, first Black Ops, which was Vietnam. So, I mean, so they they did it a lot. Um, yeah. A lot of games have done World War II. Right. Medal of Honor's done yeah. World War II. But, uh, Maybe that's what know. I played. Not Call of Duty. Medal of Honor. Medal of Honor. Yeah. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Um, and so, so what I feel like, though, is that it's definitely taking a right step and being like, I think it's taking a right step because it's deciding to go for the focus on the people and the, and the place and the, the gravitas of the, of the setting rather than focusing on being like, you can have a jetpack. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All this other stuff. And I agree with that. I mean, I also think I don't, you know, I guess is, I don't know if this is obvious or not, but like with the success of battlefield one, I'm sure Call of Duty was already preparing to release World War II before battlefield one came out, but the success of battlefield one going backwards as well, to an earlier war must have helped make their decision. Yeah. Too. It's not like, I think so like too. I would, you know, it, it, I think battlefield one beat them to the punch to a degree, you know? Yeah. To a certain extent. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm all for war. like that. I think what I do not like about call of duty in the modern sense, not only in like the newest games, but like how they do modern shooters is like, I don't know. There's so much more. I think just first person shooters in general, when it comes to war, there's so much. It's so much more interesting to fight with bolt action rifles and using tanks. And like you don't have sort of drones or missile launchers or anything that for that, like the lock on it. It it feels like a much more manual. Yeah. And it feels like you need a little bit more skill. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But I, I, if I, for me, it's like, if you're going to do something that's futuristic, go like a thousand years in the future. And if you're going to do something like a war, I don't know, like that middle ground with war, like just present day war doesn't interest me as much. I will say battlefield four, when they announced that trailer, I remember that was a moment where I was like, wow, this makes actual like modern present time war look really interesting in modern warfare. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare did a really good job of that too. Like that was the last uh, kick in the pants that the yeah. that the series got. You know, because the same thing, people were getting tired of it, and then they were like, "Okay, well here you go, Modern Warfare." And people were like, "What?" And it was so good because yeah. it it had a really great story. It also focused on like the development of the character and the people that you fought alongside of. Yeah. And it had a really compelling, uh, it had compelling villains, had, you know, side characters like Captain Price uh, that really pushed the series forward for a few more years. And then I just think it hit its stalemate again. And yeah. so I think from everything that's seen so far, they, it looks like they're doing a really, uh, they're revitalizing some of the multiplayer as well. I was co- crossing my fingers, hoping that they weren't going to keep the the zombie thing going, but they are. Yeah. Uh, I just, I just, I know. I just zombies are so overdone. I know. But that yeah. is like the strongest point 
of Call of Duty right people now. People love zombies, but it's all like it's. I don't know. F- <sighs> like, I mean, this one it's it's okay. You get to shoot zo- Nazi zombies, all right. But you yeah. know, at the same time, I'm still just over the a zombie, zombie thing is for Call a of zombie. Duty. And so, but I will. And say, I never got into that gameplay mode. Based on that trailer, like I'll probably get that. You know, oh, yeah, because it's it's. I've already, I've I've already like, got it. Don't slated. really care much for Call of Duty. The fact that it's World War Two is like that's awesome. D Day, like it's, it looks exciting. Based well, on that trailer, I know for a fact I'm not getting it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, not, that surprises me. No. <laughs> no, no, the answer is a firm it's, boo. Uh, no, one, no one's surprised by that. But so I just, I, I just really took it away that it looks like they really. Li- I mean, a, I think they've they listen to people who are just like, this is bull. Like this is not fun this isn't like the of the older games and the and apparent in a very lackluster uh acceptance of infinite warfare and i think a they were like okay the market's telling us we have to go this way yeah but then at the same time they're like maybe we should maybe it's time to go back and they're revitalizing that like they showed a really quick snippet um of the thing you know what we're gonna do and i hope this isn't too weird we're gonna share a microphone okay (gasps) what this is exciting. I'll take mine over here. We have two microphones with three. I don't know. We three hosts. <laughs> with three hosts. Can it be done? Okay. Share. So anyway. <laughs> I'm already. Well, no, 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 no. I just didn't want it to be like. That was a quick take. <laughs> so yeah. It's like, so well, that's really interesting. <laughs> How's it going? Team chat gets up close and personal with. <laughs> So we we'll just, we'll, we'll just kind of like switch off here a little bit. Okay. So anyway, what I'm saying is, um, I forgot where I was. You think it's, you think it's good? Yes, I do. I think it's really good. And I think that it's going to be, uh, that it's presenting some really great new cha- new things for the series as a whole. And, um, and like, even especially what they're doing with the multiplayer, they showed some stuff that seemed a lot more of, uh, not MMO, but like Destiny style or uh, Division style, where it's like the very integrated open open multiplayer. Like they showed like a a, a beach campsite, like a, la- a landing zone on the beach, and it's just swarming with multiplayer people, like all just walking around. They're not fighting. It's just like a it's, that's like the the pre multiplayer yeah. lobby kind of thing. I am skeptical of that because, or I'm I'm skeptical of games presenting that because like Destiny made it look really cool, Division made it look really cool, and then it wasn't that cool. So I hope it works, but like they're so it's so easy to present a game like in a demo phase, and it's like these are all real players and they're all on a beach, and then you get there and it's like people are killing you, or it's like laggy, or like what have you, you know? People are just dicking around, yeah, it's making like, it not even yeah. close to you know, the type I, of gravitational right. experience it's supposed and to be. Division did those funny trailers. They did it for Ghost Recon too, and they're very you know cringeworthy. I know that's what people say now. Um, <laughs> Is that what the young people are saying? <laughs> Uh, where they did the division trailer is off topic, but they did the division trailer and they had three players walking through New York City and they you could hear them talking to each other, like the actual people playing the game. Do you remember that trailer? No. And it's just like, hey, like like you know, so it's two guys and the girl comes in, like, hey Jen, what's going on? And Janet, is that her name? No, Jen, I don't know Jen. what her name was. And uh, she's like, hey, I'm just looting this store over here. Oh, cool. Like, what's over there? And like they're talking like no one would ever talk. <laughs> If you were playing a video game together, you know, there, it was very funny to me. I already changed my mind on that. Okay. <laughs> I changed, yeah, I changed the channel. Was the level of awkwardity just too much? No, because like even then we're having to like adjust the microphone every time. Okay. I'm sorry, everybody for, we'll try to edit this much out as much as we can to keep this a smooth listening experience. Just jack your way up. Yeah. Like because something. then when it works, I'll be jacked way up. It's almost better though. Nah, no, it no? won't be. It'll be way too loud. All right, I'll just deal with it. Um, so anyway, I feel like I've muddled through Call of Duty enough yep. uh, in trying to explain it to everyone. Hopefully, it's 
comes across clear later. I will say um, that from the non Call of Duty fans perspective, the idea of a return to World War II is less it's negative interesting. Yeah. Like I know I I realize that fans of the series are probably really interested in this, but like from my outsider's perspective, it's like great. Well, just yeah, like all six care. of the other games from Call of Duty like, that took place in World War II. As far as a reboot, to get there you are interested. so many other world conflicts that have happened through history. They could pick any of the others. Yeah, it is always I with America. Would freaking, what if I yeah. just didn't have America? I would kill for a game about the Russian Revolution. Yeah. Are you freaking kidding me? That would be amazing. Yeah, they should. Turn of the century. Why does it always oh, about Exactly. It's always about America or even just the parts of World War II that took place before America got involved right yeah there's so much of the rise of that occurrence that we had nothing to do with that they could focus or on even a, but or they even always zero in on d-day and then you go from there and it's like yeah. there was a lot of shit that happened before that well yeah. even that or different fronts yeah we're just different which fronts. i which Anything i applaud else. which i applaud battlefield, battlefield one for, for doing do for going to do the middle east and like africa yeah and stuff on in their campaign That's and true. even in the multiplayer yeah so and i mean and who knows there might be some of that the older call of duties did have a thing about switching like uh, and in one and two, I believe you switch between an American, a Russian and a British soldier. Yeah. So you got a little bit of a variety, but still, yeah, no, this one seems very much the trailer gives big feelings of saving private Ryan and uh, yeah. band and band of brothers, yeah. which I mean, great things all on its own. And I did see an interesting point because a lot, remember when we were talking about battlefield one, originally people yeah. brought up that like, one of the discussions and in information I saw coming out about it were sometimes execs at EA were like, wait, 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 wait hold up. Are, are people going to know about World War One? Right, yeah, that was You know, and that was a question. Yeah. And so I've seen this, again, being kind of repeated that, um, I think it was Polygon who wrote this article. They were saying that it that for how Saving Private Ryan and Band of Brothers introduced past generations to World War Two and like kind of like the younger people Video that games are now Call of Duty that. World War Two could have that same effect. Yeah. Could I mean, yeah. have that same effect. I guess that's not surprising. You know, if we wanted to go really young, far back, we could go learn. to the Thirty Years' War. <laughs> when was, when was <laughs> the Hundred Years' War? The Hundred Years' War. The Thirty Years' War was a big uh, European conflict between Russia, Austria, the uh, Prussian Empire, ooh, wow. Sweden, England was involved. Oh, it That'd was a, it was a real shit show. Yeah. Yeah. Big, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, um, but as far as like revitalizing and giving a, a, a breath of fresh air into the series, I think Call of Duty is what yeah, Call of Duty needs. It work. does I'm look already very like good. That's, I'm like, yeah, it's thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. play it. Yeah, that I'll was play. a very, me- yeah, sure. Well, it's still up. Call of Duty, so I must, you know, have an underlying hatred. For well, it. Right. And that's my thing. <laughs> Even like, if I'm they gonna, success, I'll be just, I'm uh, going to, you'll be sitting there, motherfuckers. Yeah, nah, this is so fucking good. I'm so upset. I mean, that's how I'll be with it. Like, I pre-ordered. They nailed it. <laughs> Those bastards. Those bastards. <laughs> I feel like I'm not alone in thinking that. I'm sure other no, 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 no. And I mean, I'm going to look at it the same critical eye that I did with Infinite Warfare. Like, I had Infinite Warfare pre-ordered. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to get it because I'm going to get Modern Warfare remastered. And then it came to it and I was like, nah. Yeah. Not going to. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll do the same with this one. If something else comes along that's going to come out about the exact same time, I'm going to be like, eh, mm-hmm. I'll wait. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so we'll see. We will see <laughs> i won't see other won't people see. will see we'll see <laughs> i'll see i'll let you tell me about it yeah, how about that okay. yeah when's it coming yeah. out by the way november 3rd 
Oh, oh so wow. for a while. So we got a little okay. while to go. Yeah, still. We've still got plenty of time to figure out if it's going to be worth our monies. I wonder oh, if yes. we'll do an open beta. Or many, many They're, monies. They've already announced a private beta mm. for, for pre-orders. Fucking Call of Duty. Well, and this is actually any every game does every this game now. Does it's that like, now. you want to be part of our fucking alpha? <laughs> yeah. Secret alpha Pre-order for, for and, an uh, hour? And here you go. <laughs> so, yeah. So we'll see. I played I the mean, beta for Ghost Recon for five minutes. Yeah, I got, got, I got there like out. Sunday night. And I was like, can't wait to play Ghost Recon beta. Hope you had, like and I like logged in and like log- yeah I told you that story yeah, yeah. Hope and they're like fun. oh that's already over yeah like, damn it uh, but no so I like it anyways <laughs> I mean I, I, they'll they are they're advertising the private beta if they don't do an open beta I will be shocked so they'll do an open they'll beta. do an open beta yeah they'll do an open beta so it's really just the game now like that's the game like, yeah wink <laughs> yeah it's like it's not a beta <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty much it yeah, that's pretty much it pretty much it I remember Halo Nowadays. 3's beta was very different from the final game so I always yeah. saw a beta as a real this is just a practice and like yep. we're just testing things out so but if you're releasing a beta a month before the game is scheduled to launch it's beta. like that's not yeah. you're not that's the game this probably. is some sort of marketing ploy it I don't is. know what you're about I mean it, it definitely is definitely yeah. the betas ploy. have definitely become mm-hmm. a marketing right. ploy yeah. now. before not, they were like I mean, scientific research and they would know? happen like a year in advance yes. yeah. because yeah. it was still at the research and development stage and there's still th- that to an extent yeah there is like not, yeah. they did make some changes with Titanfall Titanfall 2 the technical test which was a couple months before it came out and then four on wasn't it more than that? Yeah, it, it was. A, like, it was a while. It might have been like that. three or four, maybe yeah. six months before. I feel like it's it was four to six. Yeah, and then uh, and then For Honor even had alphas, and then like three, two or three betas. Yeah, uh, which I mean, people on the there. Game? Oh yeah. Oh really? Yeah, I still play a lot. I still play it a lot. Nope. Nope. I play play much of it. Played it today. In fact, oh, when we, <laughs> when we were researching for underrated <laughs> games, actually one of the ones that came up was Titanfall Two. Really? Yeah, because they were like, oh, dude, underrated. God, underrated. I no, no, underrated. Fuck me. Because they were like, uh, Titanfall Two had the incredibly bad luck of launching between two other very big. Titles. It launched on the same day as it, Call of it, Duty. It was I think, so of Infinite Warfare, unlucky. I think. Yeah, it it, it yeah. launched like Battlefield One was the week before. Yeah. Battle Call of Duty Infinite Warfare was the week of, and wow. Titanfall Two is just sitting there. Like, hey. like they're like whoopsie doodles. No, 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 I don't know. I mean, that's so, how I was. Yeah. I can't wait. I don't know. That's how I was able to get it. Like three weeks after after it launched for thirty five dollars. Yeah, yeah, for real. Man, it sucks. It took a bad hit. You, yeah. But you, like, it's still active enough. Like, I think you would like it if you were to if, if you were to find too. it if you yeah. were to find it cheap. The the campaign was. I great. remember I played a little bit. Did you? Yeah, Ad, with you. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> what? You were there. How did you? Were oh. there. <laughs> you, guys are, you forget that day. <laughs> the one day sure. we hung out, and yeah. played one games. Yeah. Uh, but no, so yeah, but um, so yeah, so I know that was a big one for me, okay. and obviously, like we could talk about Assassin's Creed to an extent, but no, like I'm like I said earlier, I'm holding I'm holding out until they start actually showing something of the new one. Um, I agree with what the Game Informer article said. It is too much. Repeat, 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 repeat. See yeah. here again, I feel like a lot of these historically based games are just missing out because they're not willing to look outward enough. Yeah. They're very narrow in on these very narrow American Eurocentric like three points. Conflicts. And it's like, how about Canada for once? <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it's never it's never beyond certain limits of time and it's I never beyond certain really, orders. I will be, I will be fair. Really f- to be fair, Assassin's Creed did come out with some sp- Granted, smaller uh, versions of the game. Chronicles is what they're called. Assassin's Creed Chronicles. Oh, and there were three versions of it uh, that had... that. One was for China. One was for... Um, a couple other places, but they were in, <laughs> they were in other areas, not so it, this not is, Renaissance Europe. That or is a America. that makes me very confident in the uh, exploration of these 
areas that you can only think of one. Well, Ch- China and India. China and India. Okay. And then, okay. and That's pretty good. There might See, have been a Russian one, actually. I feel like they should just not be bad. making more of an investment into those areas and not just side thoughts. Yeah. Those are side thoughts. The, the big thing, though, and I understand your point and it, to that, and I agree with it, but the, I think the big thing holding that back is the market that they're trying to sell the game into. Mm-hmm. And most yeah. of the people who are going to buy the game aren't necessarily as interested into the Russian Revolution. Yeah. And, uh, unfortunately so, so unfortunately. much happened well, because that's and that's the cool thing is about these games like this like I think it would work if you they, made a trailer that was like kick ass like kick ass on yeah. the Re- Russian Revolution you kidding or, me man oh, um, cool. something just old school like that <laughs> no it, Civil it, it, War, it definitely you know, I guess it's American but you marketed know, you right made, and correctly it, cool. it could it oh, could yeah. definitely do well it, it just I, takes I, the studio it. it just takes the studio to you know have the cojones to step up and, and, they and try it don't yeah start own um but so, 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 yeah. studios. so <laughs> we don't know how to make games. Maybe one Maybe day we'll hire people. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. Well, yeah. I won't do it. Find somebody. I can find somebody who can <laughs> that's, that's for that's damn that's sure. That's <laughs> <a> <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what other games out there? What other series could we could could stand a good a good reboot? Um, I know for me, so I, I came to the table with racing games in general. Mm-hmm. I think they've become quite stale as a fan of racing games. I haven't been interested in buying one in a while. Yeah. Uh, Forza is a great series. However, I think you could play like two and three and it would be a similar experience of four five and six and whatever they're on now. Yeah. I don't think like they're progressing enough. Not, and it's not their fault. Like it's because the technology has been so good for so long. Like, Forza 3, the mechanics and the physics and the graphics are amazing, you know? And yeah. like, you kind of get what you need. I think what I would like to see is Need for Speed get a reboot mm. because I love the franchise Need for Speed, especially the older games. And what's missing for me as a gamer in the marketplace is a great cops and robbers type game yeah i really I something like smugglers run like we were talking about yes. something that kind of goes back to that not necessarily i'm on the racetrack and i'm going to complete the lap in the fastest amount of time <laughs> not necessarily i mean I, I if if another game that came to mind was project gotham racing which i don't think can get rebooted because it's dead but like, <laughs> like i don't think you know i think the game still has to like have releases to be able to right. get reboot i don't know it uh but Project Gotham Racing was a great blend of, of arcade and realism. Forza is really a race simulator. I know they have Forza Horizon, which is the more arcade version. Off-road type. But, man, PGR had such a fun way of tracking stats and the kudos system. And it was really felt like you were in a really you were playing a really good arcade machine. You know, like, like a high-end arcade yeah. machine. So there, I was thinking about Project Gotham Racing. I was thinking about Forza. But if any of these franchises did a reboot, it would be, for me, Need for Speed. Okay. They release a lot of games. I mean, Need for Speed has a vast amount of games in its franchise. I don't even, couldn't tell you the last one that got released. I can tell you the last one I got was Need for Speed Most Wanted 2. No, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, I think it was called. And I, of course I got it because it's about Hot Pursuit. And I yep. love Cops and Robbers. I love the whole chase atmosphere. I actually had that one, but on my iPad. Mm. Oh, my Okay. It works. The lamest sentence ever so, spoken. Yeah. It works, though. <laughs> Isn't it? So, like, I'm trying to remember. The, the, the recent Need for Speed Hot Pursuit was you got, like, helicopters coming after you. You could set spike strips as cops. Like, they yep. had the whole thing down. But what was missing for me, like, compared to, I think there was one Need for Speed I had for the original PlayStation or PlayStation 2 where it was all Porsches, was, a, like, the, the the new the most recent hot pursuit was really fast and it was like everything was blurry and it felt way too arcadey. I think they need to find almost if you took Forza 
made it a bit more arcadey, not quite as much as Horizon, but made it kept the realism of Forza and just added cops. That's something I would really like to see. That would be cool. And something, I think Battlefield hard. Hardline, yes, yeah, so that was cool. cops and robbers. It was cops and robbers, but, but I didn't want to get it, and I was like, it doesn't. It's not exactly what I'm looking for, and there's got to be because overall, it wasn't racing and cars chases. No, it, it, was it was still, still shooting field. in first person. And I think shooters. they just kind of replaced the enemy team with cops, and like it didn't really see. I don't. I don't know. I didn't play it, so I guess I don't. I, I don't have a right to talk about it. But it didn't look like they took full advantage of the dynamics between cops and robbers. Yeah. I think Payday, the game. Have you ever heard of the game Payday? Yeah, Payday and, and Payday, Payday Two. two. So yeah, I, I, I bought Payday Two, and I played that for maybe a good couple months with some friends on Xbox Live. That did a really good job of stealth action, and that this is not racing, but it's the same principle of how to do cops and robbers really well. I think I think cops and robbers could be like a genre of gaming. Yeah. You know? And there is just nothing out there that what's my whistle? And I think uh, I think Need for Speed would be the franchise to reboot and really look at how to do Hot Pursuit Chase as well. I think one of the, the the initial one that came out for Xbox 360, I think, was Need for Speed Most Wanted. That's often said as like one of the best Need for Speeds. People really love that one, and I never owned it, but I played it at a buddy's house, and they did do it very well. It really was like, I mean, I like that, that's a game that like people told me stories about. I have a friend that got in a 45 minute police chase because he Holy just crap. Uh, won a car, so he pink slipped a car. He won a car in a street race. And if you get caught, you lose the car and like money. And so he was on a really and like he'll tell you the story and like it's a it's fun to listen to because it's and that's what I think good hot pursuit games do is is they it was like he was like it was like forty five minutes of like adrenaline the whole time. <laughs> nice. And he said what basically how the mechanics work, cops get on you and they could like try to run you off the road, but they really have to stop you in order to take you down. But you can go into hideout spots and a timer would begin to like click down like a minute long. If you stay there and the helicopter doesn't see you and a cop car doesn't pass, you're safe. And he would do that like four or five times and always at the last like 10 seconds, a cop would fly around the corner and he'd take off. And like that excitement, and it was, I think it was pretty open world as well. That excitement I don't see in games unless you're playing there's a couple like game types in halo that was made you know like well, and, Forge. and even like to, to some extent the uh the chase and cops mechanics in like uh grand theft auto 5 are that way grand theft auto 5 is pretty fun with the with the cop mechanics i, I mean i, I like I, I like i prefer four and right. i think i mentioned that on why four is a better grand theft auto than five but um five does have some fun cop mechanics the only thing about the hot pursuit in Halo is it not loud? No, it's good. I think you're the. I messed up the angle when I oh, put it okay. back to you. Um, <laughs> the only thing that five like, that, like it, because it doesn't focus on that as much, it just gets a little ridiculous for my taste. Yeah, I th- like I said, I need the realism of Forza still, but just with cops. Yeah, because the, with, with Grand Theft Auto, especially you're you can go on off. A, you can go cliffs. all over the place, and cops you are got like, like torpedoing into you. Yeah, it's, it's a ridiculous. little ridiculous. But it's, the, but, but it's that fun. mechanic is what you, it reminds yes, me. Yes, yes, and like shootouts with cops, and like I know that's probably like a t- way too sensitive subject right now. But I, <laughs> in, in in video games, it's it's always been something that I've been attracted to. Yeah, and I want to just see those dynamics like. They really tried with Grand Theft Auto 4, for example. They had an online multiplayer mode like Cops vs. Robbers. Yeah. And I was so excited. The only unfortunate thing, the online rarely worked for me for whatever reason. It was laggy. But basically, you would start in a car with three other guys and a driver. And the, you got like a minute start and the cops were behind you. And these are all multiplayer players. Oh, that's cool. So you're flying the car. Everyone's shooting at the cops while the cops are shooting at you. And it's like a really fun 
um, you know, Cowboys and Indians type thing, which is like the purest, most fun sort of gameplay from like, I don't know. I just feel well, like from even like when you're a little kid, like a child. Yeah. yeah. And I just don't know why it's being ignored so much. Yeah. Cops and robbers make a good cops and robbers game. Maybe even like not even uh, need for speed has to do it, but there's gotta be driving mechanics and there has to be maybe some first person shooter mechanics. Interesting. So game developers I mean, listen. Oh man, that would be like the one, if I had like, Hey, you have a million billion dollars. <laughs> you have a whole team of, uh, video game makers at Go your disposal. What game? What kind of game do you okay, want? Okay, well, make? what if it were Call of Duty Cops and Robbers? They wouldn't do it right. <laughs> no, so they wouldn't. Just confident, confident. I, I would have more faith in, ba- in Battlefield. Than they did it wrong. It looks like. I don't know what what happened with Hardline. It looked like they just put a new skin over Battlefield Four. You know, it didn't look like they made a new. Yeah, game. no, it, it it's exactly the same thing. The with Infinite Warfare and Black Ops Three, it's the like same just, game, yeah. just new skin just on turn it. Turn the lights low. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> looks different, right? <laughs> different so, so Mogan, what is one that you would like to see i am dying to see pikmin revived uh, in the way i want it to be okay so what's wrong so, with how it is now okay Does so yes actually yeah. yes okay. so here's one of the things that you may have missed if you're not really following nintendo directs actually i could have mentioned it last episode in the nintendo direct wrap-up uh one of the things that they did display is coming out later this year is the new Pikmin game coming for the 3DS. So it is essentially, from what I can tell, going to be a 2D side-scrolling Pikmin game. And I don't want to jump to too many conclusions and just assume that I'm not going to like it, but I'm not going to like it, is what I'm saying. So essentially how the first... (laughs) 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 We'll just go on ahead and, and, and go in that direction. The first games one and two were i think the pinnacle of the pikmin series so far two especially one started the franchise off on an excellent foot but it had some really uh some really annoying mechanical functions that just they weren't as well done as they could have been and this was back in the gamecube era so it's you know it's not like they made a bad game it's just that with the technology that they had at the time certain aspects of the game weren't quite working out like, for example, when you have your Pikmin being inactive and they're not in your party, if you wanted to summon them, you would basically hover your cursor over them and blow your whistle. And in theory, that would wake them up and they would join you in your party. That particular mechanic would frequently not work and you would be blowing and blowing and blowing the whistle and they would just sit there lounging on the ground, like laying on the floor like Burt Reynolds. And you'd be like, get up, you lazy bastards. And they, would, they would just like be like, what? Sorry, we can't hear you. Uh, so so there were some definite mechanical issues with it and it also had the unique not unique now but at the time unique function of the timer you basically had 30 days to complete the game or your character Olimar the little spaceman would die because he was running out of oxygen mm. and the entire point was you have to reassemble your ship so that you don't die so that you can get mm. whatever it is yeah, that Olimar breathes because it's not oxygen that's what's going to kill him um the second game took that in, I think, a much more whimsical and fun direction. So the second game wasn't about survival at all. It was about the glory of treasure hunting. Mm. So you, the entire premise of the game was Olimar's company that he works for has gone bankrupt. And so your boss sends you back to the planet you just left with it, where all the Pikmin are for the sole purpose of collecting loot because it's worth a lot of money. And I was like, something about that 
really resonates with me. I also like loot and I like money and I would like for my company to not go bankrupt. <laughs> I really, I really connected with Olimar. I was like, me too, Olimar. God, work sucks, but you gotta do what you gotta do. And the entire mechanic of the game was everything that was good about the first game times a thousand. They improved everything about it. The swarm function where without throwing your Pikmin, you could just surround an enemy and essentially wear them down. And if you had enough Pikmin in your party, that process happened like that hmm. things would just die instantly they also introduced a couple of new types of pikmin that were i think the most fun in the series the poison pikmin and the fat pikmin i don't know the purple pikmin that's what they were and those let's keep two it PC, yeah let's keep it pc <laughs> their entire function was though was their big fat pikmin and if you throw them on things they're gonna instantly die oh because they were like little sumo wrestlers <laughs> yeah. they really were like the first Adorable. time you meet a purple pikmin it like jumps out of its flower and then it does like the sumo thing where like they slam down one of their legs oh, God. and he was like yeah and That's i was awesome. like yeah purple pikmin I'm gonna use you to smash so it many was things amazing you really only needed yeah. you really only needed 10 purple pikmin to just insta kill everything in your radius it was fantastic like they couldn't jump very high on account of their girth but they but they could kill everything in their path and unfortunately those types of pikmin didn't make it into the third game and neither did a lot of the things that i loved about the second game so they reinstituted the survivalist aspect so in the third game you are three totally different uh Olimar type creatures really they're basically the same species but none of them are Olimar and they've also crash landed on earth where all the Pikmin are but their whole thing is the planet that they come from all they eat is fruit period and they've eaten so very much of it that now their entire planet is out of food hmm. so they, they they exactly they travel the galaxy looking for places that they can basically farm for resources they nice. land on earth they find fruit and they're like this is great they also of course find Pikmin who are going to help them harvest all of this stuff so it reintroduces the survivalist mode in that if you don't collect enough fruit to make fruit juice, uh, you'll eventually die because at the end mm. of every day, your crew consumes some of the resources that you have accumulated. And if you're not accumulating more resources than you're using, you're going to die. You're going to starve to death. Mm. And something about that particular type of gameplay, that survivalist gameplay, I hate that. Like it makes me like it stresses me out. Yeah. And I'm like, there's so much else that you can do in the game that is still really fun and challenging it just seems like the type of thing that i i personally am not interested in mm -hmm. a lot of people lauded that reinstitution of the survivalist mentality in pikmin 3 mm -hmm. i thought it was not the direction that i wanted to see the series go in so it was just it was a loss of whimsy in a lot of ways yeah. it didn't have the type of fun kind of freewheeling environment that the first two pikmin games really did and olimar so your original guy from pikmin's one and two and from super smash brothers eight as you might recall <laughs> he he was nowhere to be found so you actually do encounter one of the other characters from pikmin 2 louis you eventually find him he steals all your shit and runs away because he's horrible well, he's yeah right he's an asshole he was in the second game too he was horrible oh, okay. nobody liked louis but um so in you find louis and you find all of these documents left behind by olimar but you never find olimar hmm. and the game really kind of led you on to think that that might be where you're going and it never happened and right. i was like then what's the point right i'm playing yeah. the game for olimar and the purple pikmin you got rid of the purple pikmin there's no olimar and no treasure what's the point of this game so like they really took away a lot of the things that i loved about it 
including the swarm feature. So really the primary crux of Pikmin 3 that really killed it was the actual mechanical functions were completely non-intuitive. So on the Wii U, it used the gamepad. Mm -hmm. And so you were meant to be looking at the screen, but it would basically want you to be using the stylus to interact with the gamepad screen while also working the controls with your other free hand, but also you have to work it with your other hand sometimes. Well, that's confusing. And it never never clicked. It never became natural. It always felt very forced and very non... just it didn't work on any level for me and they didn't have the swarm feature you had to throw you had to pinpoint and throw pikmin every single time and it just destroyed it for Mm. me now with this new pikmin game it seems more like a mini game than it does a fully fleshed out new pikmin game which is really unfortunate because the switch has the kind of functionality required to essentially reboot or remake the Pikmin's 1 and 2 game. Because remember, with Pikmin 2, it was using the Wii controls. Right. And that was one of the most fun feelings because it felt totally natural. Point, throw. That's what you did. Well, don't you think that maybe that this that the 3DS version is just kind of the in-between? I... N- like, maybe, like, I mean, not, not in-between of, like, okay, it could be this, but we're giving you this, but it's the in-between of, okay, here's Pikmin 3, here's this game to hold you over until we finish Pikmin 4. My sincere concern is that that is not the case, because there have been rumors of a Pikmin 4 for a long, long time, and this is the game that came out. Ah. So my concern is that this is the game. I see. Uh, it may not be. I could be proven wrong. They might be planning a Pikmin for the Switch, which I, which I think would be their prime opportunity. Right. I think they should do that. I think that's the optimal uh, platform for a reboot to the series. To bring it back to that more natural functionality as far as the controls go, and to make it fun again. Yeah. Make it fun and silly like it should be. It's Pikmin. Well, do you think that maybe that they're testing the waters? Has, has Pikmin come to the 3DS before? Or a or hand. No. No? no. So do you think maybe that could be because, I don't know, it's not as well received as other games? Like the Pikmin 3 didn't do so well. So they're like. Pikmin 3 didn't do as well. But shoving Pikmin's it to the 3DS. You know, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like they're just, like, they're like ah, it didn't do well enough to devote our full resources to making it for the Switch. So we'll the just do it for the 3DS. The thing is, nothing did well on the Wii U. So uh, like yeah. Yeah, that, that, that would be that. It wouldn't surprise me necessarily if that was the mentality, but the fan base for Pikmin is still very much alive and well. Yeah. It's not like we all disappeared. We're all still hanging out going, excuse me, yeah. where's Pikmin mm-hmm. for? Would you promised it. us things. Yeah. So this is what we're getting, and it doesn't seem like what the fan base really wanted. I could be proven wrong. Who knows? Maybe it's a really good game, mm-hmm. but it doesn't on the surface at least appear to be what most fans are actually wanting from the series which is a real missed opportunity interesting interesting Interesting. pick man pick man it's pick min sir excuse us pick min pick min Lifelong fan. I am not. It's a secret. Yeah. A secret hobby. Just playing Pikmin. What is that <laughs> shirt? <laughs> yeah. Watchdogs. That's right. Is that the shirt that with the woman at the uh, hotel was like? What is that? Remember when we spawned a whole episode of gamer gamers? Like no, 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 no. That was the uh, my PlayStation one. That was oh. the, just the PlayStation logo at the Sprouts okay. close to my house, and I went there She's to like, get some food. And she was like, 
is that why, why are you wearing that something like that? And I was like, um, because it's cool. <laughs> it's awesome. You don't know. Yeah. I'd love to talk about it. Uh, so why don't we go ahead and do this is where I'm like, uh, we reached oh, a break. Let's do our moment with Mogan. All right. I don't have a super lot right now. So the current, I realized that I said it real wrong last time. The uprising event in Overwatch is still going on. It's got a, oh, what'd you call it? I, I just called it the Omnic Crisis. Oh, technically, <laughs> well, I mean, that's what it's about. I know, technically, so, I mean. in terms of the timeline, though, it's like slightly after the Omnic Crisis right. or whatever, but that's beside the point. So the point is, uh, Uprising, the event, is still going on and will be until early May. Right. So you've still got some more time to catch up on all of those super sweet event items and I skins, all kinds skin of good stuff. Sad. I the Genji skin is the only one I got. I fucking hate it. What? I hate it so Man, ugly. It's why can't so you ugly. transfer stuff to other people? And I got the widow skin. Two characters I hate and never am. But I thought I you just, liked the widow one. I like the widow skin, but, but you I'm don't like her. widow. I'm never her, so it's useless. Uh, so that's happening right now. Along with, we were just talking about this, Blizzard just announced that Heroes of the Storm, mm-hmm. their uh, free online game, is having another special event where you can have another chance to get Genji's Oni skin. <gasps> by, yeah, so it's your chance number two. Yes. So by playing Heroes of the Storm online with friends, you can get Genji's limited edition Oni skin in week one of this particular event. In week two of this event, you can get Diva's brand new police officer Diva skin. So you're going to be jumping on yeah. to get that? Yeah, for sure? oh, I'm going to do it. All right, if you need the Heroes of the Storm, skin is so cute. Buddy, because the last one yes. for, the, for the Oni one for Genji, they made you like play with friends. I'm like, I don't <sighs> have friends in here. So if you. <laughs> I don't have friends. <laughs> so if you, if you need help yeah, getting that. Me and some of the other gamer bros that you've played with before, like yeah. Bro Mogan and yeah, all of them. Yeah, they're going right. to be playing too. So sweet. we should definitely do it. Get those sweet skins. Police yeah. officer Diva, like her whole mech has like little sirens on it. It looks really cute. So that'll be happening happening here in just the coming weeks. I believe you can start right now. So as of this episode's airing on Tuesday, we should currently be in week one. So you've still got time to get in on it and play. And then as far as upcoming releases goes, we do have Mario Kart 8 Deluxe coming up for the Switch on April 28th. There, that's... Oh, that's two days. Well, I was yeah, about to say, what's good. today? That's the 26th okay, so, right now. So yeah. it's two days. I it's already out. Out now. Mario yeah. Kart 8 Deluxe you is uh, up? a bit. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know either. I'm not sure. Uh, I've got a. If I had a Switch, I'd be playing it. Yeah. I do have a Amazon gift card that I've been sitting on for a thousand Ooh, years that I haven't used there yet. So that might be what I use it for. Uh, we also have Portal Knights coming to the Switch on. Well, out now. Portal Knights uh, for the Switch. And then for May, we've got. Oh, I'm really excited about this one. I actually. I might be saving my money for this prey. It's coming. Oh, the new prey TV trailer Ooh, for that last night. Prey I was looks watching good. The whole time. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. How, looks, why do I not know about? I this have game? been following you prey for a while now, and I'm not I'm, seen anything. I'm really interested in it. So PS4. Xbox yeah. One and PC, no excuse. I think that's the next the, game we the should draft house, The Draft House actually did like a big event with Prey. Did they? Where they were like uh, influences of Prey and they were showing like Starship Troopers. Oh, and a couple, I haven't heard anything about Prey. And a couple other ones. It looks good. I talked about it. It looks amazing. I thought it was Dead Space. Which one did I talk about it? It looks kind of like yeah. Dead Space. It's, it's Dead Space-ish. Yeah. But it's, it's from Bethesda. Reboot, though, I and think, of like a reboot of the series. Was an, oh, yeah, really? pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I'm not wrong yeah, no, about that. It's Bethesda. Yeah, and of course they make my other fave series. Series. What's that one called with the dishonor and the stuff? It's dishonor. Yeah, dishonor. That's a joke. I oh, know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they do the dishonored series, so I'm really excited about that because the highlight of, uh, highlight of dishonored is its gameplay. 
So that type of gameplay in the setting of Prey. Well, and because the big really thing good. about Prey is that the aliens that you fight can take the shape of anything and you get mimics. infected. You get oh. infected with that. They put that virus in you or you get infected with it and then you can do it too. Yeah. And so, like, I've seen, like, people inhabiting, uh, like, a coffee cup or something like that. Oh, so I'm actually not sure if I said it. May 5th. May 5th? Prey is coming out. Yeah, it's really soon. soon. May 5th, Prey, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Nice. And those are the primary short-term coming out ones we've got. Cool. I actually don't know what the next game I want to get is. I need to I'm look. Getting prey. I need to look. I've at, already at decided. Prey does, I'm going to get prey. I was like, I got. That I already like, know. This looks awesome. Get it with me. We can yeah, play. I prey. might get prey. I'm, I know scary. stuff down the line. Look, you hate scary. I, do. I don't like scary. <laughs> Suck it up. <laughs> I, I see stuff coming out down the line that I want to get, but nothing in the. I, I need to look at what's coming out recently because I need. To, I need a new purchase, but I also need to finish Horizon Zero Dawn. So. Priorities. I beat Zelda last night. <gasps> oh, you did? Yeah. Oh my God! Don't tell me yeah. about it. No. Mm-hmm. Just keep it to yourself. Or two nights ago, I can't remember. Nice. Once yeah. I finish it, we should, thank you. Yeah. Once I finish it, we should we we'll should talk. do a joint review, okay. like a wrap up. Yeah. yeah. All right. That'll be my weekend's homework. I'll finish the game. There you go. You're, you're, I'm sure you're close. I'm I'm, I'm very close. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting there. Very nice. Um, so I, a couple other things that I saw uh, that similar related to this topic, but also slightly news ish is that they did come out um, that saying that Halo six, although granted, don't know when it's coming out, yeah. don't know its actual name, mm-hmm. but they have already come out saying uh, that it will have the return it, it and all future Halo mm-hmm. series installments will have the return of uh, split screen, split screen co-op. Nice, good. And Halo Six is going to focus on uh, Master Chief and not have any new playable characters. Also good because like that's what people <laughs> were like complained about with Halo Five. It's like we yeah. want Master Chief, not this Agent Lock. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm down to introduce new players. Like when they introduced the Arbiter in Halo Two, I thought that was a good character and interesting. So they just need to do it right, and I just don't think they did it right. The campaign yep. in Halo Five is unfortunately the worst campaign of the series. It's I not know. like a bad campaign but it's almost bad it's, just, it's definitely the worst on the, the plus side i guess you could say that they at least heard that feedback yeah right they certainly aren't trying to sweep it under the rug yeah. so hopefully this means that they are going to make a bigger push to have more story centric games from now yeah, on. yeah and, and like and, and they tried to have a story it just wasn't good like they need it was just a bad story it, it, it really boring. just didn't hit with me like any like i've emotional loved nerds. no like i know some people don't like halo 4 i liked halo 4 halo a lot 4's campaign's not that bad no i, I, I thought I it was really there. good especially yeah. for that was the first one three four three did and, and, and it was it, it i don't know it did really well i yeah. thought i really felt got that like really strong cinematic feel from yeah, it really um, strong cinematic feel which is and, cool yeah and all, of course like all the, the old ones have great stories too yeah. but like five just i was just like what's gonna yeah, happen here cares, man um but five, not to harp on Halo, but they did, did such a great job with multiplayer that uh, it's still, you know, they they did, you know, I can't well, right. fault them. They made a good game yeah. multiplayer wise. No, definitely, and I still I still log on every once in a while yeah, and play it and fun, stuff like that. But game. but no, I just thought they're like, oh, that's very applicable to what we're talking about, like yeah. listening and, 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 and wow. Yeah, I even thought about that. But yeah, I'm it feels very, like weird to even say the yeah, words. Yeah, it just seems like oh no, it's getting it's a lot of halos. But no, they should, <laughs> they should keep going. That that would be an interesting thing halos. to do. Uh, another like another series discussion. that need to end. <laughs> Call of Duty, <laughs> or just like when should a series end? Because like you know, obviously right, like, I've yeah. talked about like before. With, I, I was fine with Last of Us one, but now of course they've said Last of Us two. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, all on the hype train for that too. But you yeah, know, so it's when end? should a series end? That would be an interesting one. Yeah. That'd be, That'd be an interesting question. thing to talk about for a little while. Yeah, I like that, actually. I'm, like, getting 
panicked thinking about it for the Legend of Zelda. <laughs> like, oh, because like, you don't want to. Take like, it, yeah, ever. like I'm feeling the rising panic I, and just I, being like, no, <laughs> never. I, I, I would prefer to be dead before that happens. <laughs> I'm fine with the series going on for a long time if there's enough time in between them. Yeah, and Zelda does it such the right way. They like the the way you they gotta change. wait for a thousand years, and then yeah. it finally comes That's out, true. and you're like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so, well. Do we have any other series that we could think of really? I mean, Call of Duty was big for me. I want to talk about that Halo yeah. stuff for a little while. Um, any any other ones? I had another periphery game that I just think deserves a second chance. Uh, we've talked about it a little bit before, but not its most recent installment for good reason. The Golden Sun series. Like Game Boy. No, okay, no. You, you've talked about this before. Yes. So okay. this would have been ages ago, like probably back in our first. I don't know. Pretty sure it's even been featured yeah. on a soundtrack. On a soundtrack. Yeah, uh, I think somebody else actually submitted a track from Golden yeah. Sun, and we were like huh. fallen, or I was. I don't know. No, it was like good. I, rem- were, yeah. I remembered it. I was like, yeah, oh, it was, wow, it was amazing. So um, part of what made the original Golden Sun games so intriguing was a the soundtrack, b the gameplay itself was freaking phenomenal the overworld exploration factor was minimalistic for the time because this was, of course, the Game Boy era. It was all like top-down, pixelated, 16-bit graphics. But for that period, they were so good. And even if I go back and play that game today, it's still a good-looking game. That game has held up shockingly well. Mm -hmm. So it did the gameplay right. It did a very grandiose story that worked in the context and all of the pieces fit properly into place. So that was games one and two, which came out right back to back. So golden sun one came out very early 2000s, I want to say, possibly even late 1990s. I forget exactly where it goes. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was actually intended to be just one game, just Golden Sun, but it was so big that the uh, game publisher, the makers, Camelot, were like, we got to split it up. So they wound up splitting the game into two with Golden Sun 1 being focused on the good guys, and then Golden Sun 2 actually switches perspective. It's still in the exact same world and the exact same characters are all present, but it switched to the bad guys. All of a sudden, you were the bad guys, but you realize that are they really? Because you're kind of. It, it was just a very interesting way to present this story from these two different perspectives, and then have them combine in the end to make this one really good overarching game. And then they came out years after that. They tried already to reboot the series. So I should probably mention um, the Golden Sun series is still one of the best-selling series of the Game Boy era ever. Interesting. So that that is one of the key game series that ever came to Game Boy, especially as far as JRPGs go. It was really, it still is considered one of those top-tier games. I still have my strategy guide. Oh, wow. The paper (laughs) strategy guide. Like, I sometimes open it up and I'm like, gotta put my white glove on, open up my little museum. Oh, no, I tear. I tore. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't breathe on it. So uh, that, that's how much I still love that series. And when they announced that they would actually be making a new one for the DS, I was ecstatic. I was like, this is great. It's going to be amazing. That game is Golden Sun Dark Dawn. Could not have been more disappointed. Uh, I bought the game. I was so, so, so excited for it. This probably would have been in, I want to say 2012 to 2014. Mm -hmm. Recent past. So not like old, old, but not new in the respect that it would be brand new to us. Uh, They came out with Dark Dawn and it it was nothing like what 
I, I, I just did not meet any of the expectations, which part of which is how do you fight nostalgia? That's a really hard battle to win right. for any game series. The other part was the original characters of the Golden Sun series. It was meant to take place about 30 years after those initial events. So at the end of Golden Suns one and two, there's like this worldwide cataclysm that basically changes the entire face of the world. So in Golden Sun Dark Dawn, it's 30 years later. Most of the original cast are now adults. They're still alive and you are their children. Interesting. So two of your primary characters are the direct sons of two of the original characters from games one and two. Could they be the golden sons? (sighs) I should have thought that sooner. That was a good one. That was a good one. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) I love puns. (laughs) Anyways, so moving right along, uh, really, you can't call them the Golden Sons because they blew. Those those two new kids, I was like, fuck these guys. They're not Jared and whatever that other kid's, Isaac. I can't even remember their names. Uh, Isaac and Garrett were the first two. Yeah, almost, Jared. Almost. Isaac and Garrett were the first two from the original games, and they were joined by Ivan and Mia, and that was your core four-person. Person cast Interesting. in the Dark Dawn series, in the Dark Dawn game, you are. I forget what his son's name is. It's something dumb. We'll call him Thomas. Thomas and whatever red-haired guy cool name. It's not a cool. It wasn't a cool name is the point. <laughs> whatever his name was, it was not cool. Uh, so you are them too. And then you actually had a host of other characters that could fill your slots two and four. And excuse me, three and four. And that in and of itself, I hated. I love the feeling of having a defined core cast. Having all of these interchangeable spaces is very endemic of the JRPG series. But that was something that I really enjoyed about Golden Sun, that it didn't do that. You had your four characters, and that was your team. And that's as far as you went. You didn't, like, interchange people. No one was expendable. You needed all four of them for their specific purpose. With Dark Dawn, there was no level of emotional attachment to any of the characters. They were not well fleshed out. The soundtrack, bizarrely enough, even though it was composed by the same guy from the original series, it was not as good. It didn't have that level of imagination to it it just did it felt stale on arrival it did not feel new it didn't feel imaginative uh the gameplay itself was 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 solid uh the actual fights you know the turn-based combat that they they still managed to preserve that being a good aspect of it but what made the golden sun series was the story and the characters and they lost all of that in dark dawn they just they didn't manage to preserve it. And even for your original core characters from the first two games, you only ever see two of them, and that's Isaac and Garrett, and only very briefly. Uh, you hear about Mia and Ivan in passing, but you never get to like go back and catch up with those people. Yeah. And I feel like that was what a lot of long diehard fans of the series really wanted and didn't get. And unfortunately, because Golden Sun Dark Dawn didn't do well, it, there's it, there's a very slim chance that it will ever get another reboot, but I feel like it is a series that deserves it and could do a really good reboot if they tried. Yeah. If they went back and maybe did like, hey, what happened in between that ending of the other game and that other 30 years before everybody had kids? I feel like they have the opportunity to do it. I just, I, I don't think it's going to happen, but I wish that they would very strongly. Interesting. So it's, it's kind of interesting the, the, that the overall vibe that I'm kind of getting but for between all the games that we talked about, it's almost that the what would make a good reboot is going is going back to what made it 
yes. good in the beginning. Yes. Not trying to like, okay, I understand like, yeah, to not make things stale. It's like, you need to innovate and try new things and do all these different things. But it's still, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like these games need to be just the one game themselves and, and not, and you know, and not go on because then it, or either gets to the point where yeah, actually, you know, if they had stopped at Pikmin two, perfect. Yeah. 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 If that had been, because it, now you be got like, three okay. and they changed up a lot of things and now it just yeah. leaves you wanting what you had before. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's kind of an, an interesting way of looking at it that it's it just is. like, I mean, obviously, yeah, we want new things. We want the games that we love to be, to have new iterations and things like that. But it is interesting that we all eventually kind of come back to be like, I just wonder how it was before. And maybe it's just that we're just getting old. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. maybe. And it's nostalgia. just nostalgia. Yeah. Maybe we're just old fogies getting on in years. That's possible. My gray hair's coming yes. in. It's happening. <laughs> it's, we're all just going to get old. Not be able to play video games because of our arthritis. <laughs> the pain. <laughs> Pass me my Ben Gay. <laughs> Got to lube up before this game session. Totally the future. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps up this episode of Team Chat Podcast. Obviously, and as obviously, and per usual, if you would like, if there are any game series out there that you think, hey, this needs a reboot, you guys didn't touch on it, we would love to know what that game is. Please send us an email or write on our Facebook, Twitter. Let's get the conversation going. We'd love to hear from you. But before we go, we do have to do our song contest. I thought of a hint. Nice. For this week's song, it's simple, it's to the point. Beware the swarm. We are the swarm? Beware. Oh. Sorry. Oh, okay. I need to enunciate. Beware the Beware swarm. Beware the swarm. Okay. That's your hint. Pikmin 2. Pikmin 2. I guess. I didn't guess. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me change it. <laughs> All right. So that is your hint for this week's song contest. As usual, the contest goes live Wednesday, 9 a.m. The day after this episode airs. First person to correctly guess the game that the song is from will get to send us a new song and hint for a future episode. Remember, send in your guesses, though, to the Facebook or the Twitter posts or in the comments of this YouTube video. But, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, this concludes this episode of Team Chat Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Bonjour. And to my left, Zachary Parks. Peace out. We'll see you all next time. Stick around for the song. <laughs>